変身Real quick cold open, um, we're a pretty good amount into watching, like, Subtoku stuff, and like, you've been watching for, like, a couple of years now. What would you show somebody that was, like, a friend, maybe, but, like, you, like, weren't sure if they'd like it? Like, what would you show somebody as their first Toku? Uh, so I would probably go light. I, w- I would honestly think I would show them, like, a ReZero, to be honest. Uh, that was my gateway drug. It's an easy follow. Yeah, Zero One's pretty good, like, it's like a very simple, good villains. There's like good props and like, yeah. And it's not like it doesn't look like it's data or anything. So I would I want to say game because I really enjoy game. But I feel that's kind of like it starts off very convoluted and kind of like trippy. And people would be like, what the hell am I watching people with fruit powers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll go zero one. What's that new like anime movie on Netflix like about like parkour or whatever like Bubble or whatever? Oh, I keep Gravity. hearing about that. I keep I keep getting recommendations to watch Bubble. Well, that's from the same writer as Game. And when I was watching that trailer, I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Kids doing something and things go bad and there's trauma. This guy, <laughs> yeah, I know him. <laughs> oh, okay, I have to check it out now. I didn't know he was the writer for the show. I haven't seen it yet, but like he has a reputation. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I I think um yeah, Zero One's pretty good. I think Jetman might work, but I think it's like campy in a way too, or it's like if it's like a group and you're like trying to laugh or like be like cool old like practical effects maybe. Yeah, I feel like Jetman will be more suited for like, you know, like a a soundless viewing, like just have it on like a party or at like a bar or something and it's just like on display because something's always happening. I feel like that'd be mm-hmm. cool too. It's like aesthetically aesthetically uh stylistically looking yeah like one of those like bars like where it's like on the dance floor there's like a show where like movie like projected the whole time that would look good yeah 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 over a setting like that i feel like jetman's definitely number one draft pick for something like that now if you pick saber i think that would be like how when you find out somebody's into anime because they have like a really horny statue in their room and you're like oh you like this yeah <laughs> that'd be a tough watch for for a first timer yeah but no like you're right like i'd like probably pick like zero one for like a first timer it was just like a good show for it okay that's cool to hear you got yeah. more uh seasons under my under your belt than i do it helps when it's like a recent show because it's like not that dated looking too mm-hmm. but no um this is episode 129 of common ride with me i'm your skip with me is Kobe senpai hey senpai what's up what's going on bro uh not much i've actually had like a lot of stuff i've been looking at like since last time like a lot of like new shows like finishing shows books movies that kind of thing what about you i've been pretty busy too man and then uh, i finally took on the the huge task of uh reading one piece finally so that's been fun yeah because we were talking for like a while i was like one piece is long and i can't imagine fitting that anime into your life but the like manga is like pretty reasonable right yeah for sure i feel like i'm crushing a lot of uh volumes pretty fast compared to if i was to watch it and that was one one of my biggest hesitations about getting the one piece is just like 
I don't even know what that calculates to a thousand episodes into like hours, but yeah. I know I don't have that kind of time on my hand right now, but you know, I could like read a few chapters here and there and slowly catch up that way. And recently, uh, I believe it was like two weeks ago. I saw it was like a, something huge happen in mm-hmm. the manga. Um, so that kind of piqued my interest and made me want to get into it. Cause all my friends read it and watch it. And I'm the only person that doesn't really watch it. And I can't be self proclaim anime guy if i don't watch one piece so <laughs> how far into it are you like as far as like chapter count or whatever i am on chapter i'm in the 50s right now so i just got to uh don krieger is that he's okay in? yeah yeah i'm i'm there that uh, whatever that the arc is called call. like volume 50 or chapter 50 chapter 50 okay yeah yeah no it's so freaking long how far are you i got it to like you're about 800 Ooh. 780 before i kind of dropped off so there's a good like 250 before i'm caught up how long did that take you uh that was probably over the course of like four or five months of just like reading it like on my phone and stuff yeah i kept telling my friends i'm going to catch you in three months but that's definitely not happening because <laughs> <laughs> no it yeah. could happen but i have so many other interests like i'm watching like other stuff and going here and there so It'll probably take about six months to catch up. And I don't want to rush it. You know what I mean? I kind of want to immerse myself into it. It's so dense, too. It's like just like, how do you push through without like looking at all the stuff going on? And like it's so like later, later on, too. It's like you can't go that far into it. Yeah. I uh, watched um, the first episode of Fire Force, actually, just randomly. Mm hmm. And that's a different kind of anime than I usually watch. Like, I'm like not usually into like the super hoardy stuff. And I was like, man, this is way too freaking hoardy. <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those shows. I might watch other couple episodes, but like I wouldn't care about like I would look up the end of that show and be like, oh, cool. That's how it ended. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was a huge fan of season one and then. You ever like watch one of those shows and you love season one, but you never got around to watching the other seasons? Mm, yeah, so, there's a lot of those. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. But I love season one. Uh, like you said, a, a unique take on firefighting. And uh, the characters are pretty cool. Yeah, no, um, I don't really watch like a lot of the like shows that like blow up and are like that year's show. Like things like Fire Force and like Black Clover are very much like, oh, yeah, I've heard of this and I've watched like maybe like one or two episodes. Mm hmm. I do have an anime recommendation for you whenever you have some downtime. I think it's one, it's only one season, 13 episodes. It's called uh, Odd, Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi? Yeah. By the looks of it, you'll be like, what the hell <laughs> does he have me watching? But by like episode four, you're going to be like super into it. It's so good. So oh, good. I, I kept hearing about it last year. And you know how they say don't judge a book by its cover. I kind of j- judge anime by its covers. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is kind of weird. And I, I'm in denial, but I'm kind of a furry, man. <laughs> I'm kind of a furry, like low key. Like I, I enjoy uh, taking the human element out of uh, <laughs> how characters look. And it's all about talking. But this one right here. Oh, my God, bro. By the finale, you're going to be like, yo, this this is so good. It's cool. Um, I um, really don't find myself watching a lot of anime honestly like for the most part like i'm like just watching stuff for like this show or like major movie stuff and like i watched uh i meant to watch spider-man but like i still haven't watched spider-man like i know i have to before like i see like doctor strange like 
you just eh. saw Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, and I think that's the thing about it. Like Doctor Strange is supposed to come out before Spider Man, so I feel like you. It was okay. Yeah, but COVID delayed it. Um, but yeah, I saw it. I saw it on opening day, and I had some t- some thoughts. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been hearing some thoughts about it. Yeah, so I can't necessarily say I'm a Raimi guy. Uh, okay, I do appreciate his work, like Evil Dead, and then uh, the first Spider-Man trilogy, trilogy was, you know, the foundational movement for Superman, Superman, superhero movies in the future. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I'm a fan. I do appreciate his his vision and stuff like that. But I feel like as a fandom. What's happening with these movies right now, we put so much expectation into them and just like all these conspiracy theories and we kind of build up these movies and how these movies should play out in our heads. And then when it doesn't happen like that, it kind of ruins it for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I feel like I kind of talked myself into how this movie was going to (laughs) be. And it was nothing like that at all. Nothing like that at all. So even though I did enjoy it, I was kind of disappointed from... Uh, what I thought this film was going to do and the direction it was going to take, but it didn't touch anything that I heard about or read about at all. But I'm going to get on Monday to look at it through a different lens and see if I appreciate it more. But um, I think it was an okay movie. I think it's pretty average for uh, for a Marvel movie, but I feel like we've seen so many good Marvel movies that it's kind of hard to crack that top 10. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just... I don't know if I care about Marvel anymore. Like, I just like, are you like, burnt I, like out? maybe, but also like they kind of finish, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like maybe I'll care if there's like a really good movie, but like they're very much just, um, I like movies that like tell stories about characters and have themes and like have unique ways they're filmed. And I don't know if a lot of Marvel movies like do that. Like a lot of the time, like I'm like, is this going to have a character arc in it? Is this going to have like <laughs> no. its own like visual style? It's own like what uses sound. And sometimes they kind of do, but like I saw like Shang-Chi and I was like, Oh wow, this is like totally in the Marvel formula. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And that was one of my biggest complaints about uh, the multiverse of madness is like they introduce characters only to be what's the term MacGuffins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like they introduce these characters and we learn about them and some some backstory here and there. Then we get from point A to point C. You know what I mean? And then the movie's kind of over, like you said. And then it's on to the next one, and we do it again in six months. But this is the second best multiverse movie I've seen this year. Just saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, like I saw this like thing on like a, like Forbes article or something that was like, ah, uh, everything everywhere all at once shows that people like multiverse movies like no it shows people like fun movies that are well made with yeah good and i also think i was kind of kind of tainted from seeing that before this because they did it so much better so mm. much better we're like you know talking about the multiverse and coming up with like how we would you know travel through different multiverses and stuff like that and then i go see this it feels like i'm like damn like maybe they should have pushed up their release a little bit sooner before that movie came out you know what i mean but hey Everybody hasn't seen that movie, so they probably probably won't be affected by it, but I did. Did you see, like, Jamie Lee Curtis talking shit, like, oh. wildly on Instagram, being like, huh, seems like they put out this other multiverse movie, copied all our trailers and posters, and, like, <laughs> did terribly. I mean... Like, I'm never being a Marvel movie. 
I mean, she might have spit some facts there, to be honest. I mean, the problem is that, like, I don't want, I really don't want to see, like, a multiverse movie anymore. Like, unless it's, like, unique. But, like, if it's, like, oh, man, what's this? It's, like, the Harlem Globetrotters and the Ninja Turtles. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, two in one year is good enough for me. I don't need to see it again. But I'm pretty sure we'll get, like, a multiverse, like, TV series coming out pretty soon. That's so, just- actually, <laughs> I want the Harlem Globetrotters live action movie. Oh, you really do want that? that would be great (laughs) can you imagine if like they did like a Riverdale or like Nancy Drew style like Scooby Doo show and then like the Harlem Lowtrotters like showed up yeah that'd be nuts that'd be great Uh, no um it's hard because like it's also like these movies are so big that's like it's beyond their popularity like um like there's stuff like in Times square there's like 70 showings of this movie and like 10 showings of the, the next biggest movie it's like that's terrible like yeah. it's gotten so hard to be like a smaller mid-sized movie and i'm very much like from that end too um i would love it if there were more people making movies but there's so few companies now and so few like production houses where it's just like it's getting scary mm-hmm. um and that's why like it was rough uh, years and years back when i saw prometheus and i was like oh man this is sure a movie like i just did not care about that movie <laughs> when i saw it i was like this is rough yeah i remember when that came out too like the best things that I could say is they had an expensive cast full of people who could act good and the 3D looked cool because it was like doing stuff like depth instead of like let's pop out at you but that movie I really like so much so that like being a huge like Alien fan I hadn't seen Alien Covenant until this weekend. I'm not sure if I saw that one. Did you like it? Yeah. Um, I like really liked the Alien franchise. I liked Andy McBride. Um, it's a very it's a sequel to prometheus but it's one of those sequels where like you kind of start to like remember that first movie and be like oh is that better than i remembered uh because it's like um got lots of scenes of like people doing cool stuff in space and like the first like third of the movie is just, like people like just doing stuff with like industrial like sp- like space gear and like fixing their ship oh yeah i saw this yeah i liked it a lot better than prometheus i like it helps like to like the cast is very much um like they feel like real people versus prometheus too uh but like also like michael fassbender does a great job playing himself twice and like (laughs) having a relationship (laughs) i hope they get to make a third one but also it's like owned by disney or fox or whatever now so it's like what will they do like i'm not sure what like a disney movie version of this is but also kingdom hearts (laughs) yeah that is the upside. And then the last thing um, before we get to these shows is um, I've been watching uh, the new HBO show, um, We Own the City. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I haven't checked that out yet. Looks good, though. So HBO Max is probably the best streaming service. Oh, it feels for like sure. It's making stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good to use. It's very easy to find stuff. Like, you'll put in Batman, and it'll, like, show you, like, a bunch of stuff that's, like kind of related to like in a very like easy way uh and the originals are great um this kind of feels like a sixth season of the wire because of the cast and because it also has david simon on it mm-hmm. um and it's like very much like a very honest show about um police corruption and brutality 
and uh like <laughs> there's lots of stuff where it's like oh this is like talking some real truth <laughs> here okay pretty early on like there's this cop that's being investigated because he has like 50 cases of people reporting brutality mm-hmm. and his supervisors are like well with everybody else afraid to make arrests because of like freddie gray um he's one of the few people making arrests and it doesn't matter the quality if they're true or not it's just like that he brings like the numbers up yeah and that's why he's not being fired it's like well true but damn yeah arresting people is a, a business sad but true yeah and there's this like scene um it comes out every monday and uh the third episode's coming out or have come out by the time this um has been up but um in the second episode there's a scene where um john Burfnow like gets to the scene of a crime and sees like a pile of people and like cops on top of this guy and he like grabs this guy's leg and starts beating him with a nightstick and then the guy starts screaming hey i'm a cop i'm a cop and it was a like black cop that had like worn like jordans that day mm-hmm. and he had just been beating him in the leg damn it's <laughs> just like what hard truths damn hard yeah. truths jesus uh but no uh yeah i definitely had to catch up on it so we could chat about it did you watch the wire or uh no i uh, got to season three and then someone told me to go back to it because the final season kind of wraps all the seasons together and it makes more sense that way yeah like season two of the wire is rough and season five is kind of eh, but one three and four are great that fourth season of the wire probably stands up as one of the best like seasons of like tv mm-hmm. but no uh we should talk about our thing today though which is children's anti Jetman and Rider build uh with a s- slight twist uh we had a slight problem with the metadata and uh was presented as episode 30 of Jetman for us it was actually episode i think 42 i saw uh so we're only t- covered 29 of Jetman and 29 through 30 of build next time we'll do 20 we'll do 30 through 32 of Jetman and 31 and 32 of build so like 3 now 5 next time instead of 4 and 4 but yeah i watched like the first minute of that wrong one and you watched the full episode though, right? Yeah, I couldn't keep my eyes off it, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just the things I saw. <laughs> the things I saw. So what's the episode count for Jetman? Uh it's fifty one total, I think. Okay, so I didn't I didn't see too much, but I saw some shit though. Yeah, you saw episode forty two. So like it'll be interesting what you say when we're back to it though, because it's <laughs> like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'll be here before you know it. But no, um, so let's start with like episode uh, 29 of Jetman, which is the final battle, which I love. I love when in like it's like episode 18, guy dies, episode 29 to 51, the final battle, just, you know, <laughs> just from nowhere. Um, in another like Sentai show from like the 2000s, there's like episode 27 is called um, The Last Battle Part One. They have 24 more episodes and they never have a last battle part two. (laughs) (laughs) I love that stuff. (laughs) That's funny. This episode starts by uh, we see there's two people in spandex and white and colors. And that means that they're from like another dimension, of course. In blue is the boy Duran and in pink, red 
is Rue. And they are from the back dimension from the planet Berserk. And they're trying to get to the front dimension to fight Vyra. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah, they get like attacked because like the generals like tease rad about it and kills to fight them. And then Rue takes it to him. She like immediately like makes weapons from like sticks and like bottles and like trash can lids Mm -hmm. and like fights like rad. Yeah, I'm loving these uh, Jetman in the Multiverse episodes. I hope we have more in the future. <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing that uh, what people like about Jetman is a multiverse. So they're like, just going to focus on that, right? <laughs> it's an algorithm now. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just, I love how from nowhere, like, this could just happen. And like, I love how low budget and like cool, though. Like, they are like, okay, they're just two people, but they have like, some gems on it, some smocks, and that means that they're like from like another dimension. Fine, that works. Yeah, <laughs> Bandix. Yeah. What do you think though? Was she like started to like fight Rad and like was this like doing pretty well? I loved it. Um, I thought she was going to be like you know like the Kyrie type of character mm-hmm. to to say it that way, but uh, she ended up being more like an Aiko figure, maybe more badass than Aiko as well. But uh, she she held her own. And I like her powers or their powers from their planet that they could just tra- yeah. transmute anything into a weapon. Kind of reminds me of Full Metal Alchemist. And she like fights like the like Jetman too, and like is like just wrecking shop, like destroying the whole city and stuff. Like before she stopped, and yeah, why not? But um, <laughs> my favorite part of this whole episode though has to be um, they have this flashback to their planet. It's like a red sky, like Greek city. And the two of them are like in this big like church that's like a old like Greek style church has a giant cross in the middle of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and their gems glow. And they're like, "We're in love. We're married now." <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get those kind of vibes from them before that scene. I thought they were kind of like brother and sister. Yeah, but the best part is <laughs> then they get attacked by Viram, and we see her dad is trapped in some rubble, <laughs> and he's like, "Don't live for revenge." And then immediately it transfers to him like telling. The jet man, and she's lived for revenge ever since. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Talk about not doing what your parents tell you to do. It's just like not. Nah. I just love that. Just like <laughs> that's perfect comedy. Your father's dying words, and you just went against it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, and um, the plan for Rad, though, is I guess like he's gonna like curse some armor to like cover one of them and turn them into a monster and uh yeah like i like the cursed snake armor it was like pretty cool yeah kind of has shredder vibes for a little bit and then it was like okay like this is this is pretty cool and she like gives up her like ability to fight to heal ryu who takes the hit for her because he's having like flashbacks to ria this whole episode she's like oh ria <laughs> but yeah but they can't kill duran so instead they shoot his head and he's fine <laughs> Do people still name their kids Duran? Uh, in the back dimension, I think they do. Isn't it weird, like how some names just fade out? <laughs> Was that ever popular? Like maybe like right around like Hungry Like a Wolf, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe it wasn't super popular. I remember that band Duran Duran. Maybe names like Durian. Like yeah. it's like ah, like the the fruit that smells bad. My baby is a fruit that smells bad. <laughs> but no. Uh, and then of course there is. Episode 30 of Jetman, which 
I will tell you the next time on said it was a demon was fighting a boxer to resurrect more demons. So you did watch this one? I watched the next time, not the episode. Oh, okay. So we'll see you next time. But it looks like it's the start of an arc, too. But, um, yeah, Jetman just keeps on just coming from nowhere and, like, making random episodes. And, um, th- that's a contrast to Build, though, because, um, like, in, like, 29 and 30 of Build, we mostly get stakes rising another time. But what do you think of, like, the opening of 29 where, like, we're seeing the orchestra and, like, Pandora's box and the changes and, like, the army? That was the episode I thought I had the wrong number to. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? So I had to go back and watch 28 and see how it flowed into that. So I should have did that for Jetman too. But yeah, I was kind of like, what's going on here? But the the rising of the, the, the new building with the wall was pretty dope. And then the fall of the wall was pretty cool too. Yeah, the Pandora Tower, like it like looks like cool, like apocalyptic art. I liked um how the gaps in the wall now were like, neon red and there was like a bunch of scenes of like the wall at night or like in the rain that looked pretty good mm-hmm. and we get a new intro the same song but uh it's like got like a ton of new stuff in it, it looked like the world being turned into like a pandora's box has like a lot of new shots of the whole team that's cool um and then they fight the hard guardians which are tough they seem like they're more of a threat yeah i like the design of these more and they, they feel more threatening too so i think we're in a good place right now because other ones were like gloves and a helmet, whereas like these are like full suits. Yeah, and they looked like they were being taken care of a little bit too easily. So I like that they're being a little bit more challenged with these ones. Yeah. And I also liked how apparently they weren't broadcasting the fight. So what they did in Sato was just media smear them and say they lost the fight. They're not giving up the territory. Yeah, which was a <laughs> shitty move, but I love the tactic, though. <laughs> He's like, uh, nobody saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the words from a sore loser. I mean, yeah, but also in the first place, why would the bigger RB consent to this? And it's like, okay. That's also true. It was just it was just like somebody making a bet and then they lose the bet and like, oh, we didn't shake on it type thing. <laughs> That's what it felt like. We get the scene of like me tan, like telling her followers to like care about their lives or whatever and she's like specifically talking to like Kazumi as he's like trying to go home but my first thought was man people would like be so mad at her for being too political and then like real life twitch they'd be like oh man like why are you talking about this <laughs> play games or whatever uh but yeah uh just um there's this <laughs> fight scene at the editorial nine though where like both build and Greece are like fighting the brothers and they're winning and then they like are like now let's believe in our friends who died and their friends who died just help them fold in the brothers again even more it's like two on one then ghosts help them it's like I'm not sure if this was the episode like where you're where you really like needed like the power up from like beyond versus one dude that you already beating yeah it felt a little overkill yeah weird episode but like it leads into like 30 where we see that Misora as she's getting held hostage, becomes Vernage, Queen of Mars. And did we know she was Queen of Mars before? I don't think so. I feel like we did, but I'm just like, I don't remember the episode that that would happen. I think we kind of theorized about it, that she was a Martian, but we didn't know if she was the Queen of Mars, though. Yeah, we assumed she was a Martian, and we had the name Vernage, but not the Queen. And they start, like, 
this episode doing like comedy bits with her as they like give her tea and there's like oh like what neck of the woods is mars and it's like up (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um and she asks banjo if he knows who he really is and then calls him hope interesting yeah uh i'm all for that what'd you think when when that was revealed they've been like hinting around him like the way that like he gets like the like very anime power-ups from being mad and like he's like growing a lot faster so i'm wondering if like this is now where we're gonna lean into like banjo is the like special person maybe he's got marsha dna somehow or like he got like hit by the pandora energy in a weird way i don't know yeah i really like this this is always like when i feel like the show is doing its best when it has like an underlying mystery behind it and you know slowly seeing why they wanted to arrest you know banjo uh see how those like dominoes fell to where we're at now it's gonna be fun and also this is the second time where they've like gone back to ask about his past and he's tried to talk about being a baby but they've stopped him so i'm wondering if maybe it's like oh and as a baby i could fly or something like it's like some like wild like martian powers from birth we haven't talked about i don't know at the start of the episode, he gets got by like a new power from stock that like destroys his S-Class driver and like his bottle. So it's just like a molten rock. And here he touches it and it just heats up and becomes like a weird bottle for him later. So um, and he's working on a power up because now he's like three or four levels behind everybody. If he's just normal cross the, I guess. Yeah, that should be coming pretty soon. Once he finds out who he really is, that's going to be like an automatically like boost who do we think he is um i'm not sure if i want to lean more towards an experiment or a martian but if i had to pick one or the other i would say he's a martian um and maybe he they found him on the planet and brought him back i'm wondering if it's if they're doing like a legend of zelda thing like vernage is like zelda he's link Mm. and whoever evolt is or is like Oh, like that's Ganon? Like maybe that's it. Okay. Like maybe he's like the hero of Mars resurrected. Like I don't know. I don't really know yet. Like, do we know who Evolt is at this point? Yeah, I don't even know like the magnitude of that name, but it sounds like it's pretty heavy though. Yeah. I'm not sure if it, if it's Evolt or Evolve. I wanna I'll say Evolt. Evolt, okay. But yeah. Um and they also look at the episode is um, he gets the knuckle power up and he can punch better after he like learns how. And that seems like it'll like be part of his like actual power up. Um, we get Sento committing treason by stealing a dollar from like, <laughs> the prime minister. I was wondering where that was in the head once he asked for a dollar, a dollar. Dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and um then they follow him because they're like, oh, we're trying to arrest you. They all like get set in, but like the tower is alive and fights them as they're fighting. But yeah, um, we do also see that um, Kentoku and the owner are having doubts. Like Kentoku's like hearing stuff going on. He's like, hmm. And then the owner seems to be stopping stock. Yeah. Or, like having migraines. Yeah, I can already see him coming back to the good side eventually. Yeah, because like we know he's being possessed, I guess, then. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what that is. Or maybe like all the people that got their personalities changed by the box are being possessed and he's like the first one to break out. Should be interesting. Oh, uh, 
And then um, the episode ends with Sawa. She found out that Banjo might not be human. And that's a pretty good cliffhanger, I guess. Because uh, like written like pretty midway through the show. And I kind of like how they're doing all this stuff for Banjo. And he's like not Kamen Rider build, you know? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, too. They're kind of developing Banjo. And it's not like he's been neglected throughout the season, but I feel like we don't know a lot about him other than, you know, the whole fugitive stuff he was going through. But now I feel like we get to like spend some time with that character and build him up a little bit. And I think doing the chosen one, like, or like the anime power up thing with not the main character is a good way to like tilt the formula, like on its head a bit too. And like, it's like, oh, like Sento has to make things but he could just grow and maybe like in the end it's like a tragedy in there like versus each other and and it's like oh we're on mars this is really cool we have to fight <laughs> we have to go to mars i mean, we said every pod but we have to go to Iran. that's where the last oh, battle right. takes place <laughs> <laughs> the final battle just you know if we don't go to mars we riot like we just have to like <laughs> just go there and just <laughs> We were shooting the whole season, bro. Just <laughs> smoking a 40 with Morbius on Mars in the death basket. Just we gotta go there. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty confident now. Like we're starting to like get into the Martians and shit now. Like there's no way that we're not going back. Do you think like Mars gets healed at the end, or is it like, oh Mars is good now and we're Oh no, I think Mars is cooked. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's uh it's too late for that. But I mean, if Evil and Missouri are Martians, I, f- I feel like Martians would be living amongst humans type thing, like a second chance. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I wonder. Um, it's hard, too, because like um, how I think most of the copywriter shows are meant to be taking place on like their own universe in the multiverse. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they could do anything. Like They could like end the series on everyone dying but in the crossovers it's still fine because multiverse you know yeah um and worth noting too is that um in the new footage for the intro there's a pretty major spot with katsurugi where he and sento touch and like cross over into each other so Mm. i wonder if that's like a thing because that's he hasn't been in the intro before okay so maybe that's gonna be i'm about to go back and look at because i was kind of short on time so i just skipped the intro so i didn't get a chance to see it yet could be anything like the show's like definitely doing something with people and their halves and like misora has vernage like sento has um banjo katsurugi <laughs> like yeah yeah but um <laughs> and now like the owner and like stock so like i wonder if it's just like oh they'll wrap it all up or make it make sense but i don't know just go to mars please that's all i gotta do even if this is the last episode yeah, like it must be like, oh, it's the final battle. Oh no, what's this? Oh, we have to stop him. He's on Mars. He's gonna do to Mars what happened to Earth, or like to Earth what happened to Mars. Do we think that Gentoku joins the team? I believe so. Oh, hi. I'm pretty confident in that. Do we think that he gets piccoloed real bad, or does he stay relevant? Uh, I think he I think he stays relevant. I honestly think if we lose anyone, it'd be his father. Mm-hmm. And then that'd be his kind of like come back to Jesus moment. Like, oh, shit, I lost my dad. And then 
<laughs> yeah, that, that dude's got to be like, oh man, I'm just waiting to die. <laughs> what is convenient? What do you need me? We also see my favorite character once more, which is the dude who looks just like the Seto Prime Minister and is dressed like him, who comes to his door whenever he's changing faces back to the Prime Minister. I can't wait until that that like little secret is unveiled. It's going to be so funny. Haha, ha, I'm actually Namba. It's so funny, like, he actually gets younger when he changes faces. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> You're not changing bodies, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it might be a full change. I don't know. Oh, okay. Because he's like an, all like full of energy. Then he goes back to Namba. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 70. Now I'm 45. This is great. Yeah. Why well, even change back in the first place? He wanted to hang out, I guess. <laughs> Vibe. I think. Bar's stuff has to start happening soon. Like I think that like is gonna be like we have to beat this villain soon at least. Mm-hmm. So that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, that's Comrade Build. That's Jetman. Uh, for next time again, that is uh thirty one and thirty two of Jetman and thirty through thirty two of Jetman. Wait, no, it's a thirty one and thirty two of Build and thirty through thirty two of Jetman. So three Jetman and two builds, uh, which is which would be fun. There's always a lot of good Jetman in the house. So, uh, but as we come to the end, I guess who were your favorite uh, characters this time? Oh man, two of my characters off this list were taken out in the mishap with uh, <laughs> the Jetman <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, but off the limb, I will go tough. Number three is always tough for me. Uh, let's go to let's go let's do banjo. Okay. Or banjo. Uh number three. Number two, let's go Ryu. Shout out Ryu for making the list. Oh yeah. Shout out. And then number one would be Ru. Okay. That's a good list. I'm gonna say uh number three. I'm gonna say Ryu. I feel bad for Jetman because only one episode, so there's less going on. But also, maybe next time they just like dominate it. But uh, <laughs> number two, I'm gonna say <laughs> Durin because he just <laughs> the way he delivers the line, and she's lived f- f- for veg ever since. Great, great. <laughs> uh, number one, I'm gonna say is uh, Mizora. Actually, oh wow, okay, that's probably a first. She's probably ranked before once or twice, but like her first pole position, number one. Yeah, probably. Nice. What were our favorite effects that we saw this time? Uh, my favorite effect would have to go to uh, the abilities of the mirror dimension guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being able to turn anything into weapon. That'd be a pretty cool power to have. Would she turn those two bottles into like a sickle in chain? It's like, okay, this doesn't even make sense, but I like it. Yeah, then she kicks Rad's ass. <laughs> she does. Uh, what were the best outfits that we saw? Oh, definitely the mirror dimension swag. <laughs> yeah, nobody else had like any like notable fits on. Like it's like, oh, what's this? It's Banjo's wearing another jacket. Yeah, best fits usually go to the cameo characters on Jetman because they're the only ones that's bringing some some new heat. Could you imagine if Build brings in some Jetman heat on its Martians? Oh man. Can you imagine the Martian swag? Definitely like reflect reflection, like jumpsuits. 
<laughs> I could definitely see like like silver shiny jumpsuits with like green eyes to the headband on. Okay, green eyes definitely. Some kind of headgear, yeah. They probably have like messed up like hair. It's like somehow like metal or, and like lots of jewelry. Yeah, the big like gold bracelets or like a big gold chain, something, some drip, if you will. <laughs> they just have on like those like shoes that you have like when like you're snowboarding, but there's no snowboard attached to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably the only time we get some some heat from Bill is. When we go to Mars. Or they go full on like weird space ponchos. Okay. Us. You know, like it's hot. It's red. It's dusty. <laughs> Needs some coverage. Do you think we'll get any new like additions to the, the main team? Or do you think we're done adding the characters? A build? Yeah. I could see like uh, maybe like we get the actor who plays Mizora like playing Vernage as like a body separate from her that's like got like weird blonde hair like white hair or something but no new writers or anything i think that's done i don't know maybe like another villainous writer if like gintoku joins the team maybe it's like oh look it's my bodyguard for mars he's here he's yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping somebody's on mars i've just been chilling there for however long it's been waiting for somebody to come back if i had to guess evolt probably is a writer right so it'd be like a split personality type thing with Banjo? Maybe. Like, okay. He gets possessed. He starts to possess people. He's like a, it's like a, what's that movie? It's like the last Friday, the 13th movie, like where it's like, oh, like I'm going to hell and I'm a worm, but I'm in everyone. Like, oh uh, shit. I just remembered a freak. We didn't really touch on it. So stock is two separate people. Yeah. Okay. He said that his personality changed when he was on Mars, like after being an astronaut. Yeah, and he, and he seems like he's like uh, in a situation where he's not in control of it. Mm-hmm. Like he's being held hostage. So I guess he is a good guy after all. It's just Bloodstock has his, uh, his motivations. So if the owner pushes him out, that would technically be like a new character, I guess. Because yeah. like, we haven't met the owner really. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we meet like a new astronaut and it's like, oh, wow, I'm an astronaut and I'm going back to Mars to give them back their bomb. I don't know. That'd be wild if like we end up in a place where everybody has like an alternate personality and it's just a commentary about uh, this disorder. Because you have Sento, who's Katsurugi, Mizura, who's a Martian queen. You have Banjo, that's Evolt. You got Bloodstock, that's the owner. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is going into like everybody has like a, a dual personality. I could see there being like something with the rabbit on the moon in Japanese mythology, rabbit constellations, just like in Shit, like the even, calendar. Even yeah. Sawa is kind of two personalities. Like she's this person and that. Wow, Namba. Damn. Exactly, yeah. Holy shit. We okay. What did we learn today about Kamen Rider Bill? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I was like wondering before. Like it feels like they're trying to do something with like everybody having their other personality or like their other role and i hope they like expand on that pretty well uh so who doesn't have one yet who can we expect to see when someone good well even like kazumi was pretending he had amnesia and was somebody else remember yeah and then technically gentoku changed too yeah because he like got hit by the skywall stuff that like made him more aggressive so Hmm. we can still see non-aggressive him at some point too probably 
Okay, so this is like another version of Moon Knight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. Was that good? Eh, sorry. Right. Okay. That's it's basically what I heard, honestly. It's, yeah, it's probably better to binge, to be honest, but I'm not a huge fan. Probably my least favorite Disney Plus show from Marvel so far. It's not. We got through WandaVision, but that's about it for us, I think. Yeah, WandaVision is pretty good. Require viewing for the new Strange movie, even though Disney says it's not. I feel like it's require vis- viewing. But uh, yeah, I've enjoyed the other sh- shows for what they are, but uh, I feel like with Moon Knight, um, these characters that I have no like relationship with, you got to do a little bit more to get me invested in the character versus just sh- showcasing him. Like this is Moon Knight. No, it's all right, because uh, maybe somebody else will be there for a second and be like, oh, man, I love that guy at Iron Man 3. He's here. It's wild. Yeah, I feel like he's just going to be like the guy that pops up on the screen like, oh, Moon Knight's here. You know what I mean? <laughs> he brought pizza in 40s. Oh, my God, this is awesome. Moon Knight. And usually it's like a reverse reversal of that, how they usually do it, like having Hawkeye be the background character for a while and then give him a show. But now they're showcasing new characters with the shows now. I'm not sure how that's going to ha- happen along the way, but this is the first character, like brand new character we met through a show. And it was all right. I'm wondering if they maybe can make people care long term if like just like it's going to be popular because it's Marvel, but it's not going to really like mean the same like culturally, which is like what it seems like to me. Yeah, because we're, we're we're into like the deep cuts now. We're into like characters that we don't really know about in the Captain Americas of the world and the Black Panthers and, you know, the other characters that are starting to fade away while these new guys are coming up like, what? I don't know who this is. I remember, though, like going to like a beach with some friends in like middle or high school and like there was like a Captain America like drink where you're like, who who cares about Captain America? <laughs> and, and now look at us. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Same thing with uh, Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy. So Yeah. Yeah, they could do it. Look at how they handled the Eternals or like the Inhumans versus how they handled like Iron Man or Captain America. It's just like you have to make, like, make people care before you make like big stories about them, you know? Yeah. But no. So maybe that's what uh, we learned. Uh, or no, we actually learned that we should plug ourselves <laughs> and make people care about us. <laughs> But no, uh, <laughs> where can we find you when you're uh, not talking about all this? Uh, you can find me on TikTok. I've been putting out some content on TikTok consistently, surprisingly, over the last couple of days now. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, Kip? You can find me uh, on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast at Common, at Common Ride with me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, there's CapMarkie.com for episodes and articles, CapMarkie.com slash episodes for links at different platforms. There's CapMarkie.com slash merch for merch where the proceeds go to small and mid-sized charities like the Trevor Project. Uh, there is podcast at CapMarkie.com for questions, comments, what you want us to look at. And also, anywhere you want to message us, let me know if you have uh, the uh, English dubbed Common Rider series from the 2000s. Hmm. I just heard about these. They like... Uh, a channel in the Philippines like took like a bunch of like random Kamen Rider shows and like Super Sentai shows and like they like dubbed them so they could air with Power Rangers and stuff and like with like other shows. So it's like 
looks wild. Uh, it looks super low budget. <laughs> hmm. But it's like actually in English. <laughs> that would be wild to look at. <laughs> yeah, if you find out, let me know. Yeah. And I think uh, we've learned uh, that there are two wolves inside you. And it's the one that you feed will get fat. And that can be your character. And the one that you don't feed, Mars. And also don't spend the rest of your life searching for revenge. And then that's when <laughs> the narrator says he spent the rest of his life searching for revenge. <laughs> Damn, I, now I feel like I should have just <laughs> stopped it and checked the episode list because I'm like, oh my God. I watched the next time on. It's like I will like skip the like ending song and watch it. Oh, okay. That's why I fucked up. Yeah, there's like a demon like fighting a boxer and like they were like, oh, we're trying to like build new weapons and stuff. And then I was like, this is not what's happened. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I was just going with the flow because I had watched it like right after work. So my brain wasn't like completely like on. Oh, yeah. So I'm just no, kind of like, okay, I'm all for it. Jetman. I really thought like this show was going to be like out of nowhere. This new dude torturing like a robot was going to like make sense. I was like, all right, perfect. I should have like, I'm just like watching it. I'm like, did Tran evolve? Like, oh, that was Tran. I think that was Tran, bro. No spoilers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, gross. Bird, I think. I'm not sure, but his name was like Transa or some shit like that. Okay, yeah. So that was weird. <laughs> and I can't yeah, I don't know. And I couldn't keep my eyes off of it. I'm just like, is this Tran? Like what the fuck? Uh, so I, I I don't know how it happened, but I'm definitely like locked in for sh- to see like what what happened with that. But we were right about one thing, one of our theories came true. Oh, okay. I won't spoil it. I'm excited there. Yeah. Uh 